0: You're listening to Nixa Talk, a show aimed at providing building blocks for best practice implementation to executives in the global asset management industry. More content for your on the go, easy listening can be found at nixa.org. I'm Allison Lovett, your host of Nixa Talk, and I'm here at Nixa's general membership meeting in Boston with Lindsay Noble, head of DST Systems Analytics Consulting Practice. Lindsay, thanks so much for joining me. You just moderated a great discussion surrounding a new era of data analytics. Based on what you heard today, what are some trends in the industry that we're seeing in terms of restructuring organizations and operating models based on data analytics?
1: I'm not sure that what we're actually seeing is a new trend. We're seeing the beginning of a trend period. I've been attending Nixa events for a couple of years now, and this is the first event where every session that I've attended has touched on the power of data and analytics, every single one. That's interesting. And so what we're seeing is that people are starting to think about it. What that's led to from an organizational structure is that while in the past, organizations might have had a person in a department doing something interesting, Mm -hmm. or people in multiple departments, one or two people doing something interesting... They're starting to bring those professionals together so that they can build from one another, so they can define common standards, so that they can improve the overall use of data and analytics in the organization. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, not a continuing trend, Mm -hmm. but something new completely.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. What do you think, so what are the key takeaways for, so for asset managers in our audience, what are the key takeaways on how they can get better integration of their analytics into their business models?
1: You know, that one, I'd love to be able to say something simple like technology. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's not a technology answer. It's a people answer. Mm -hmm. And while analytics is what allows for digitization, Mm -hmm. what allows for automation, what allows for removing people from parts of the business, the only way to get the analytics to to be a part of the business is to have people who buy in. In some organizations that I've been a part of, and, and I've heard from different members of Nixa, that's been a little bit of a grassroots movement. There are organizations that have seen some small successes, maybe in distribution or in marketing, and people are getting excited about it, and it starts to become very um, a very motivating force within the organization, and it rises from the bottom to the top. Other companies require that there be executive push mm-hmm. to make. Data driven decisions to be evidentiary as opposed to experiential. Mm-hmm. That was a phrase that was used mm-hmm. in one of the sessions this morning. Yeah. It's a great phrase. I like mm-hmm. that much better than <laughs> data versus gut. Yeah. But it is a need for everybody to understand the power. And uh, I was talking with another NIXA member after the panel today about the conflict that exists in their organization because they actually do have multiple data science or analytics or quantitative teams that, that serve different parts of the business. There's a team that serves marketing, and there's a team that serves distribution, and there's a team that serves operations. And they all have slightly different approaches to the way they do their business, which means that, unfortunately, analytics is not going to win because they're so busy fighting among themselves and then that's that's an over exaggeration right there's not fisticuffs in the office but they're so busy fighting amongst themselves that they can't be driving the business it is uh, something that I have had to work with in the consulting practice as well here I am coming in with a new analytics approach there's already an analytics team in the organization the first thing that I do is make partnerships make friends with that other team because if we don't work together, we will both fail. And that is the way, um, it's a struggle. As I said, when you have multiple people across the organization doing the work, everybody's gotta get aligned. So you've got leadership that's gotta be on board. You've got people who are doing different analytics practices that have gotta be on board. And then all those folks who have been doing things based on their own experience, instead of based on the actual evidence, somehow they've gotta buy in. And that may be a very formal change management practice, or it may just be continuously hammering on them for years and years and years. I've spoken with some uh, analytics leaders at, at other asset ma- or at asset management companies. Uh, one of my favorite leaders. I, I, tells me that it took five years from the time that he and his team presented the first evidence of here's a relationship that you really to the, to the distribution organization here's a relationship that you really should be capitalizing on to the point where the distribution organization said what else can you tell me five years
0: wow yeah <laughs> So what what can you share, from a DST perspective, what can you share in terms of, you know, what are the best practices um, for leveraging data analytics?
1: The first thing from a DST perspective is that if you haven't started, you are so far behind the curve. That is the very first thing. No more are we in a place where you can say, well, when the biggest asset manager starts doing this, then I'll think about it, because the biggest one already has started doing this, and the next biggest and the next biggest. If you are not starting, if you haven't thought about it, you are so far behind the curve that you're never gonna catch up, so get busy. Mm-hmm. The other uh, part that, that DST really does focus on is, no one organization is, is the best at everything. And an asset management organization may not choose to be the best at data science that doesn't mean they shouldn't be leveraging it. So work with your partners, work with vendors, work with offshore resources, work with somebody else to bring that science and that intelligence into your business, even if you're not hiring the resources yourself. Of course, that's DST's perspective. And then finally, um, understanding what data you need to use. What is it you're trying to do? And what is the data that helps you do that? There are and we heard this in the panel session, there are innumerable data sources out there. There are vendors, there are um, broker-dealer firms that are selling their data, there's the asset manager's own internal data, the transfer agency data, the operations data. With so many data sources, if you are trying to ingest all of it, you're drinking from the fire hose. You're going to drown. Uh, What we would like is for people to think very pointedly about one thing that they want to do differently tomorrow, find the data that helps them do that one thing differently, get that right, and then move on to the next step.
0: Great, great insight, Lindsay. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with the uh, Nixa Talk audience. We really appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, Allison.
0: You've been listening to Nixa Talk expert panels discussing today's most compelling asset management issues. Nixa is a trade association in support of professionals within the global financial community. Come back often and feel free to add our podcast to your favorite RSS feed or follow us on Twitter at Nixa News. For information on how your firm can become a Nixa member, please visit Nixa.org and view our membership page. For over 50 years, Nixa has been connecting global asset management participants to discuss and develop industry best practices. Join the conversation today.